New Year's 2023 is just a matter of days away, and while many of us make our New Year's resolutions around this time, you got to wonder just how many of us will actually wind up keeping them. Well, to increase your chances of success in 2023, learning about habits when thinking of goals might just provide the necessary impetus to achieve success. Because let's face it, we're all creatures of habit, right? And since habits make up our behaviors, some could either be health-promoting or harmful. Say, for instance, reaching for your gym shoes in the morning or scrolling social media are both examples of habits that might kick off your day. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and today we're joined by Mihaela Vince, public health expert for Nonprofit Transamerica Institute, and she's here to discuss the power of habits. She'll walk us through what habits are, how they differ from routines, and how to change them. But before we get started, just want to remind you that we'd love to hear from you and understand what topics you'd like to hear more about. So by all means, please drop us a line at info at org to let us know. Well, Mihaela, nice to have you back with us today. Yeah, it's good to be here, Al. All right, then. If you wouldn't mind, why don't we start off with the basics in terms of what habits actually are? So habits are behaviors that become automatic. Uh, They can form without a person intending to develop them, but they can also be deliberately created or broken to suit someone's personal goals. Interesting. So in essence, habits may become automatic or second nature, which makes me wonder then, how are habits different from, say, um, routines? Habits are different than routines in that they're not performed in response to an impulse. Routines require a higher degree of intention and effort, whereas habits are a bit more automatic. Writing in your journal or going to the gym may be a routine because you feel like you need to do those things, and they're not really done without thought. However, repeating a routine enough times can turn it into a new habit. Gotcha. And as you've noted, some routines can turn into good or bad habits. For instance, back Mm -hmm. in the day, I'm talking way back in the day, I might add, after enjoying a nice dinner, I'd light up a cigarette. I, I know that sounds pretty gross today, right? But on the flip side, as I've you know, related uh, on past conversations, most every morning I reach for my sneakers to head to the gym for a workout, which is obviously a much better and healthier alternative or routine. Now, could you um, talk to us more about how habits are formed? Psychologists at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology uh, made a breakthrough discovery in 1999 of a Q-routine reward feedback loop. The elements that produce habits have been called the the cue, the routine, and the reward, and these have been dubbed the habit loop in Charles Dogg's The Power of Habit book. So to break them down, the cue is the trigger, and this serves as a prompt to remind us to do something. For instance, when your phone receives a notification, you're reminded to check it. You may even have a craving or the desire to engage in a specific action. Uh, next, we have the routine, which is the behavior and the action that you take. So when you get that notification, you then go check your phone, and now you also catch yourself scrolling through social media. And lastly, we have the reward. The reward is the benefit that you receive from the behavior. The reward helps us determine if we want to continue the behavior. For instance, we get validation from our social media engagement, and we find it bringing us joy. I see your point, Mihaela, although I'll point out that I'm hearing about a lot more drama and a lot less joy emanating from social media these days. So then how do you go about modifying or changing a habit? 
That's a really good question because a habit is practiced so regularly that it can be hard to change it. So the first thing that you really want to do is understand why this new habit matters to you. Without clear answers, it can be really hard and challenging to stay on track to change. So start by asking yourself some questions and perhaps write down answers to these. First and foremost, why do you want to change this habit? When and how did the habit begin? How has the habit changed over time? Does this habit affect other people or areas in your life? What are the rewards from this habit? And what are the negative consequences of this habit, if any? Agreed, because I suspect understanding why your new habit matters is crucial to continuing to put in the work towards maintaining it. Now, to go a step further, once you've reflected on this, what's the next step uh, to changing a habit? Uh, The next step would be to identify the cue, the routine, and the reward that are involved in your specific habit. And after you've done this, you can then re-engineer the habit by thinking of a new habit loop to replace it. You can do this by choosing a healthy routine, by planning for the cue, and choosing a behavioral pattern that produces the new reward that you want. I see. Then could you give us an example of this in action? Yeah, so let's say that every day after work, you find yourself spending hours scrolling social media instead of exercising. You know that you need to spend an hour each day exercising for your health, but keeping up with your friends online just really helps you unwind. Your goal is to implement a routine that accounts for more gym time, but yields perhaps the same relaxed feelings of spending time online. So you ask yourself, how do I go about this? Well, one way is to perhaps encourage your friends to meet you at the gym and you can work out together after work, or you can work out on your own and then make time for social media scrolling on the weekends. In either case, you replace an old habit, scrolling social media rather than working out, with a new healthier one working out and scrolling social media at a different time. Uh, By changing these routines, you keep the reward of scrolling social media while gaining new ones, taking charge of your health by working out. Also, by changing these routines, you also increase the chances of earning multiple rewards and forming a new habit. Well, that all sounds pretty good to me, especially the idea of increasing more on-site social interaction, you know, person to person. That said, I do find the idea of multiple rewards uh, pretty interesting. So do you have any other tips for those who want to change a habit uh, you'd like to share with us? Yeah, so um, take a habit that you already practice and add a new thing to your routine, for instance, if, if you're looking for a new habit. So for instance, if you want to write more, you may find that writing in your journal while drinking your regular morning coffee makes it easier to remember to do this. Uh, This practice is coined habit stacking in James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. It's a lot easier to pair a new behavior with one that already exists. I think that's an excellent concept and something I'd actually be interested in trying myself. Now, let's say uh, you find yourself failing at a habit you really want to break. What then? Uh, Sociologist Dr. Christine Carter has a a great um, piece of advice for this, and she says, Our success at adopting a new habit depends on our willingness to be bad at it at first. It's really important not to get stuck in the all-or-nothing mindset for creating new habits. When it comes to new habits, done is better than perfect. Having intentions, being consistent, and reflecting on your progress will really help you achieve your new goals. Yep, Rome wasn't built in a day, so easy does it. Well, where can our listeners go to learn more about today's topic? 
Uh, the books I referenced are, are great starting points for helping you on your new habit journey, and that was Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit and James Clear's Atomic Habits. Uh, Cassie Holmes' Happier Hour, How to Beat Distraction, Expand Your Time, and Focus on What Matters Most may also be helpful for helping you take charge of your life. Sounds like some pretty good reading there, Mihaela, and thanks again for joining us today. And if you'd like to check out any of the source materials mentioned, visit transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast to review the episode's transcript. Also, if you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss an episode of Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth. Finally, just in case you missed them, be sure to check out our previous episodes on tips for caring for your mental health during the holidays and financial conversations. In the coming weeks, we'll also be discussing financial-related goals for the new year and the health benefits of traveling. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, thanks for listening, and Happy New Year. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.